our normal services again by going back to 8 o'clock intercession, 8.20 praise and worship. We want to start preparing for second service. Amen. So we want to try and see how to adjust into time. We'll be starting second service very soon. Hallelujah. So that uh, we can expand the kingdom of God. Now, I want to share in 20 minutes. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 1. Living for the things of God. Living for the things of God. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Wow. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. We were once dead in sin. Now that phrase, dead in sin, is, and we became dead in the Lord, and we became alive in the Lord. That's the process. We were dead in sin, so we lived, we were alive to the devil. Then we became dead in the Lord. So we resurrected and became alive with the Lord. To be dead in sin is to be condemned to a lifestyle, an environment, a nature of sin. That means that nothing that you do is without sin. Hello? To be dead in the Lord is to crucify the self. As Christ was crucified, we were also crucified. So once we stood up and gave our lives to Christ, we died in the Lord. And he made us alive in him. We resurrected in the Lord. So our life must be lived out of the nature of Christ. Not the nature of the former man. I hope I'm making some sense to you. So when you are born again, you are expected to live a kind of life that is of Christ. When we give our lives to Christ, we are saying, Lord, I want to live a life like yours. I want to enjoy the package you brought to man. Paul said that for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. The purpose of living is to live for Christ. The purpose for living is to please the Lord. 
Today, I would not like to jump into my message, but I'll be teaching on the culture of working for God. And you will discover that the whole purpose of man is to work for God. Is to seek the things of God. Is to desire. Is to develop a passion for the things that touch the heart of God. But when we don't appreciate this fact, people come to church and they remain the same because there is nothing different from their life. Even as they are in church. Compared to when they were not in church. So the same you that was in the world is still alive in the church. So you don't stand to benefit from anything because your life has not been released into the hands of God. Now Paul is saying in Colossians 3.1 that since then we have been raised up in Christ. We should set our affections, our hearts on things that are We should set our heart on things that are above. I don't know whether you understand that. We should lift our heart and know the heart of man is the center of his life. Jesus is saying that, Paul is telling us right now that we should make Christ the center of our lives. When your heart is digested, dissected Christ Christ and his love Christ and his mind Christ and his ways should be seen in our hearts set your heart on things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God if everything we do isn't focusing on Christ. We are doing nothing. Our heart, our intentions, and you know, stop trying to, stop trying not to sin. It won't work. Set your heart on things that are above and you walk away from sin. When Christ is seated in our hearts, in the power of God, what it means for Christ to be seated on the right hand of God. The hand of God stands for power. So what it means is that Christ is seated in our hearts in the power of God. Look, what you are battling with, what you call sin, will no longer be a problem. The problem we have is that we long for the things of the world and yet we want to stop sinning. It doesn't work. It will not work. When we give our heart to the things of God, when Jesus really becomes the center of our life, of what we do, of what we think, of the actions we take, 
Each day. Each day. Not in church. Each day. Each moment. Your thought patterns are towards Christ. Why I sweep the church? I'm directing everything to Christ. Why I preach? I direct everything to Christ. Why am I worshiping? I'm directing everything to Christ. Why am I a Christian? I'm directing everything. Why am I giving? I'm directing every mind that sees my giving to the giver of life. When Christ takes the center of our lives, selfishness, gossips, insults, backbiting, all those things, those carnalities will have no place in the church. Can I hear a big amen? The reason why we fight over positions, over this, over that, over this, over that, is because Christ has not taken full center of our lives. Why was I not allowed to do this? Why did pastor change my role? Why has pastor given what I do to this person? Why am I not leading this song? I am the one who always leads. Why is the leader? Because you are doing the thing so that people will see that you to you day. But if you know you are a vessel that God has picked to use for his glory, you will thank God that God is getting more vessels to use when another is made to do what you used to do. But we are not making our lives available for Christ to center. Yesterday when we went for the prison visitation, it was so nice. It was to me, I felt so sad. Young guys like us. Young guys. Young, young men. Young men. Young men. And they are locked up there. One guy there, he was crying from the beginning. Ah. And I began preaching and encouraging them. And I sat there and I saw my mate attack there. just a privilege that God has called us and given us a different desire to seek him. But you see, we seek God and then in the course of following, our attention is taken. It is common with men. When God was taking the Israelites through deliverance and Moses happened to go to the mountain to receive the laws of God for his people. Before he came, another man has led the people, had given what the people wanted. You see, had given the lifestyle, has endorsed the lifestyle of Egypt to them. There are some preachers who are endorsing the lifestyle of Egypt. And look, the lifestyle of Egypt can look like God is with you because they had gold. They had gold enough to build a giant calf. They had remnant. 
they used what God gave to them wrongly. <laughs> Never deceive yourself that material prosperity is the endorsement of God. No. God gave them the gold. God gave them the remnant because God gave them favor before the Egyptians. The night they were exiting and God said, go to all the household. Ask them for their gold. Ask them for their, ask them for anything because I'm paying you for 430 years of labor. When God promoted his people, they used what he gave them to serve other gods. That is what is happening in the church. When God lifts up a man and begins to bless him and promote him, he now begins to tell. They could not wait to hear what God was going to say. Let's set our hearts on things above. Let's set our hearts, our feelings, our emotions onto things above. Verse 2, set your minds on things above, not on things that are earthly. So, your heart, your emotions, and then your mind. Your heart and your, your emotions and your intellect. Your heart and your mind. Your heart It must be filled with the things that are godly. With the things that are heavenly. When God opens our minds, how much of heaven's thoughts are in them? So if our hearts and our minds are put in the hands of the Lord, there is no way our body will go another direction. The reason why our body is going to another direction is because our heart and our mind is going to that direction. So Paul is saying, don't worry about the direction of your body. Direct your heart and your mind and your body will follow trying to stop masturbating, you can't stop until your heart, your mind is saturated with the love, the fear, and the reverence of God. You can't. You try, you try many times to stop. Because your heart and your mind is not set on things about. Hallelujah. Verse 3. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Your life is not in the hands of your family again. Your life is not in the hands of your background again. Your life can I tell you, it's not in the hands of your father or your mother. Your life is in God. It's in Christ, hidden in God. 
Your life is not in your hands. Your life is in God. So you need to discover how to make your life prosperous in God. Not in the hands of man. You are expecting a man to help you. You are wasting your time. For you died. You died. You died. The old man. The old identity. Died. You are a new man. And it is in the hands of Christ. And God controls it. Living for Christ. It it, it should determine what happens to us. It should determine where we go. It should determine what we do. It should determine what we say. It should determine how we serve God. If our heart and our minds are set on the things of God. Look, when Tuesday or so, I heard one of the workers or the sons of the director of the school cut our water from the water source without calling nothing. Just cut it. You know, if Christ is not in you, you will get angry. Call. No. We are more than men. <laughs> you are more than a man. You are a kingdom walking. When you walk, the whole heaven is walking. Jesus told them the kingdom of God is in you. You are more than a man. And Christ in you has a way of controlling your character. I heard you cut our water from the water source. And yes, I cut it. I said, okay. That's nice. I'm not calling to argue with you at all. But, so it means we should get our own polytank. He said, yeah, we should get it. We, yeah, we should get it. Uh, so when we get it, it will be good for you. Eh? He didn't know it was a sarcastic question I was asking him. Because all along, I wanted our own polytank. So that we stop paying water bill. How can a church like this, we meet three times a day, we pay water bill, one sister Ghana a month. Does it make sense? No. But you see, when you, you are not wise, your actions catch up with you, then you become wise, but then it will be too late. I'm sure he was not thinking of that. When he was cutting. So by the time. That's why the washroom is out of use temporary. We are waiting for water to pour into our poly tank. So now we we'll buy our own water. And we we'll use that. We will, not buy, we will not pay water bill. So by the time he comes. Oh our water has come. By the time he comes to the. Come to the says, ah, Calibos words will come into their mouth. When you are patient, when 
Christ is in you, eh? your reaction to issues will be different. The reason why we are suffering as church, as Christians, is that Christ has not taken our lives. We have used our mouth to give him our lives. But you are in church. Your body is seated in chair. Your heart and your mind is far away. So you see fighting, bickering, fighting, bickering, this, 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 this. The man, the Bible says, we died. And we rose up. Let the Jew begin to live. Your old man is dead. Your background is dead. Your ancestral background is dead. It's dead. It's dead. It's, it's gone. You are new. You are, you are a, a missile that has been shot from heaven for a particular purpose. You are different. I heard somebody say that those days when you give your life to Christ, your family will be crying. They'll be crying because you are gone. You have gone out of their hands. But now it's common. I mean, we went for a crusade, and when we asked people to give their life to Christ, when the people came, we realized they didn't understand what we asked them to, to do. So we had to speak in chi and tell them that you are giving some of them work back. Because they understood what it means to give your life to Christ. And we are in the city. So you see somebody saying that I've given my life to Christ, but he's strongly being attacked by ancestral curses. You don't understand. The truth is when you become born again, eh, when you are born again, you are out of ancestral curses. But why are we still in? Because our hearts, our minds are not in the hands of Christ. We are deeply rooted in the things of God. Take money from a Christian, he will come to church. Let the rain fall, he will come to church. But on that day, if he has an exams to write and travel, he will go through our heart, our mind, and not in the hands of God. I want to end by saying, enter into the service. The fourth verse is so wonderful. When Christ, who is your life, when Christ, who is your life, who is your life? Have you understood it? When Christ, who is your life? How can somebody take my life? They should go and kill Jesus. How can I fail? That is why we tell you you can't fail. Because your life is Christ. And Christ did not fail. You are born, we, are, we are born again, but we don't know the Christ we talk about. We are using him for fashion. People are holding big phones, sophisticated phones. All they use for is call, WhatsApp, text messages. But iPhone, 6 can do projection. iPhone 6 can weigh things. 
iPhone 6 can check your health. iPhone 6 can track your car. iPhone 6 can mail, document, process, print. You are having a sophisticated Christ that you don't know him. When Christ I just walked somebody out of a relationship. I asked him her to walk out. Dangerous instruction, but we say it without apology. If you're a pastor and you cannot preach, and you always have to apologize, be a politician. Because we preach the word without favor. Walk out and let the burden be on me. That's why I'm a man of you can't. So I told them, Are you sure you want to hear the truth? He said, Yes. I said, Walk out. We have belittled God. And the desperation for money, material things, marriage, cars, lands, houses are leading kingdoms. You are a kingdom. You are a kingdom. Are leading kingdoms. Now, the devil said, Jesus will bow to him. Did he bow? Because Jesus knew that he was not one at that point. He was a kingdom. How can the kingdom of God bow down to the kingdom of the devil? Many of us are bowing down to the kingdom of the devil. Paul said, when Christ, who is your life. Malalo Sahantaya. Then Christ, who is your life? Appears. Then you also will appear with him in glory. May your life portray the life of Christ. Because it is only that time that when your life begins to show Christ that the glory of God will be revealed. I want you to close your eyes and pray that God help me to live a life for Christ. The life of Christ and for Christ. The capacity of God in me must live. The glory of God in me must be revealed. Grace must empower, must fuel my life. Say, Jawetia, 
Your clapping is 